Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited about this today. Today, we are going through the maximizing and 20 questions checklist that can be found in the book. It can also be printed off using uh, the files tab in the group. So right across the top, if you're using a mobile app, um, right where you find the guides, just keep scrolling over and that'll take you to the files. And there is a printable version. Ah, thanks. Tony just printed it off for me. Oh, this is perfect. Uh, there's a printable, ver printable version of this as well. Um, I'm really excited about this because there are so many things that you can do besides food, water, and supplements to be proactive with this process. And to me, I find that very exciting. So before I get into it, let me just actually check into my iPad here so I can check some questions. I'm not sure how many questions I'll be able to get to because I really want to kind of run through this, just like if you guys were watching it after the fact and going through it with your 20 questions. But let me get checked in here. Um, here's what you need to know. I used to... I used to uh, do troubleshooting with our members. So in, in many groups ago, what I would actually do is invite members on with me to go through these 20 questions. And these would be people who were really struggling. So 20 questions is great for people who are struggling on getting that scale move. And for those of you wondering like, what else can I do to maximize my efforts? I'm showing up, I might as well do all the things. Also, there really is something to be said about knowing that you're doing all the things because when you legit are doing all the things, then sometimes what the body needs is just time at the end of the day. Um, so I used to take people on camera. We would jump on, do a Zoom call live in front of people. And these would be people, and, and bless my heart, bless their hearts, no judgment, who would be like, I am literally doing everything. And one of the things that we suggest on this is to give yourself a score of one one out of 10 for each of these things. Like on a scale of one to 10, where do you land in terms of movement, for example? And make no mistake, you do not have to exercise on program and plan, but moving your body is super beneficial. And if you're having a hard time getting that scale move, adding in some type of movement or exercise can be exactly what you need. Getting that heart rate up immediately sends a message to your body to strengthen your heart, to boost your metabolism. So there's so many benefits in that. But what would happen is I would get people who are like, I am scoring tens on everything. And I'd be like, holy smokes. Okay. Let's, let's figure out what's going on with you. And the reality is I just ended up pointing out the obvious and it just didn't feel great. And I stopped doing that on an individual basis and thought it's really just better sort of in a group basis like this, because a lot of times people will score themselves a 10 for effort. And this is where sort of that Science Saturday post that Sasha did on the psychology of effort, sometimes because we want it so bad, we've been working at it so long, um, we're hoping and wishing and wanting and doing that we really feel like I should 
should have lost weight by now. Like I'm really trying hard. So what I found was a lot of people were scoring themselves really high numbers, tens across the board for effort, for effort. Like for example, I would say to someone, well, how much water you, you scored a, t a 10 on water. Wow, good for you. How much water are you getting in? And they're like, oh, I'm getting in two liters. And I'll be like, okay, well, how tall are you? Wow, I'm like 5'10". Okay, how much weight do you have to lose? 60 pounds. And I'd be like, okay, that's not even close. Like, that's not even minimal requirements. I could see if you're really short, you didn't have a lot of weight to lose, and sure, two liters would be enough. But, man, that's kind of not even close. And then people would say, yeah, but I'm drinking so much more than what I drank before, or I'm really trying hard at it, or it's, you know, I'm doing the best that I can. And I, I love that, but you don't get a 10 for drinking more than you're used to. You don't get a 10 for working really hard at it. And you don't get a 10 for doing the best that you can. You get a 10 for doing. And this is not meant to berate you. I was kind of nervous about suggesting that people sort of grade themselves and mark themselves at a one out of 10 because I don't want people berating themselves. So it really is in looking for opportunities, things that you can improve on. But if you're just scoring yourself 10s across the board for effort, you're really missing out on the opportunity to get really real with yourself and level up and I get it drinking more water might be hard and inconvenient and all those things for a lot of people it is work man but nothing we do is forever on plan and everything really is truly for a rhyme and a reason um this is also both both the same for exercise um, someone would say, um, score to 10 on exercise. I'm like, wow, okay, what are you doing? And they'd be like, oh, I'm walking my dog a couple times a week. I'm like, okay, all right, are you getting your heart rate up? Well, no, I can't really walk that fast because my dog is old and, you know, okay, so are you walking up hills? No, there's none really, no hills where I live. Okay, I love that you're getting out. I love that you're walking your dog, but you don't score a 10 for walking your old dog slowly down the road. Like you just, ah, you know, you, you can't give yourself a 10 for that. So one of the things I suggest is you just be critically honest with yourself and excited about, you know, if you come across something that you're not doing, because that means that there's lots that you can still do with this program and this process, right? Uh, let me just get locked uh, into the Facebook group real quick here. My groups, uh, spring, summer, go into my photos, and there I am. Okay, good. All right, so uh, again, I suggest that you go through this. Give yourself a score at a 1 out of 10. Be brutally honest, not for effort. It's for actually doing, right? Doing, not effort. So the first one, and what I love about this is this has been reworked. And what happened is that um, we've included a, a lot of different talking points for you guys to go through uh, with this post. Um, so a lot of these have their own checkpoints that you can read through. So I'm just kind of kind of summarize. All right. Um, are you doing everything you can to create the ideal environment for your body to focus on fat loss? Are you following the program 100% day in, day out? Um, you know, like there's a difference between trying and actually doing. Are you being as consistent as possible day in and out? Have you watched these videos? that break down the rhyme and reason behind the order of the meals and snacks. So the, the my method, the food plan, the let's talk detox, let's talk about the scale, let's talk weight loss, let's talk hunger. So those are pretty key videos. Um, and I know that a lot of you haven't watched them because I can tell by some of your questions and I can tell by the number of views on those videos. And I, I'm very mindful of people's time. And I know there's a lot of information on program, but you definitely want to make sure that you are reviewing the basics here. One of the other things that I noticed with this is like a lot of people will be like, you know, oh, I, I've been sick 
for like a week, you know what I mean? And I don't understand why my scale isn't moving, you know, or, you know, they're super stressed and, you know, they're selling their house or they're doing all these things or, you know, they're, they're not really popping into the group every day. They're not reviewing all of the information. They're not watching the check-in video, for example. That can be a big one. Um, what else? Uh, are you hitting all meals and snacks, right? Are you having token amounts of meals when you're not hungry? Are you skipping meals and snacks? That's a big one, right? I know it's hard to get them all in. Um, are you following the order of the food plan? Are you eating your meals and snacks 30 minutes to three and a half hours apart? Are you checking into the Facebook support group every day? Are you reviewing the information repeatedly until you are super clear on it? And also more important, are you asking all the questions that you need to be clear? We find that when people are frustrated with this process, they tend to just say that they're frustrated. So when I go back and look at someone's history of questions, it's just like, oh, I'm really frustrated with this. I'm, this is hard. This is this, this is that. And they're not actually asking asking for help. So we're really limited in what we can do. So help us help you, right? Um, are you open to your hunger levels changing day in, day out and adjusting portions accordingly? Are you setting and hitting your water targets daily, adjusting as needed? Are you weighing and recording every day to track your body's natural fluctuations? Are you using the app? Are you journaling, right? Those are, those are things that can really help with this process as well. Um, are you uh, having your morning lemon water in the morning? This apple cider vinegar it may seem like a really you know not important thing to do and don't get me wrong it's not make or break but all the things that we can do on this program and process absolutely add up um, is the majority of your fluid intake water you know some people are nitpicking does my coffee count does my soup count does my this count does my that count like really just focus on getting water in and then all the extras with just extras and bonus really on top of that right um, what else let's go to the next question has your body had time to consistently focus on fat loss. This is a big one. A lot of you when starting this process have come off really restrictive diets. Your bodies are a hot mess. No offense. Your metabolisms are in the gutter. Um, you know, it's going to take time. And for some people, it's going to take a lot more time than others. You know, are you consistently following the program day in, day out, week to weeks? Or did you have to take a week off because you were sick? And then did you have to take a week off because you were traveling, right? You know, like I know that it's like, you know, it's, 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 the, the, it's inconvenient to show up for yourself every single day because life has a way of smacking us in the face. But you got to start stacking up those days where all your efforts are going to add up. And if you have been sick or haven't been able to follow for whatever reason, you know, this is what's so great about the program is that you want to do the 91 days proper, even if it takes you 120 days to do that. So this is all about you and your journey, right? Um... Are you consistently taking your supplements or have you even added them in at all? Like we find a lot of people will struggle, like I'm not losing, I'm not losing, I'm not losing. And then we'll say to them, okay, have you added in any of the supplements? They're like, no, I didn't think I needed them. Well, remember, the supplements are so beneficial for so many reasons on, on their own individual right. But at the end of the day, the reason why we're suggesting them is they're a great complement to this program and plan. I've helped thousands of people lose weight. And these, these are not magical supplements by any means, but they're so basic that if you are deficient in them, you know, it could be an issue. Like vitamin D, a lot of people will be like, oh, no, I, I'm a gardener. I spend time out, out in sun all the time. Well, unless you're like getting this, like you're practically strict 
naked and you're getting that sun beaten on you for 15 minutes, you're not wearing any sunscreen, it can be hard to rack up those vitamin D levels. Also, I'm a surfer girl. I'm a beach girl. I'm, I love the sun. Um, and I don't wear sunscreen as much as I should. And my body just doesn't absorb it. So even though I was supplementing and taking, many years ago I found out that my vitamin D levels were really low. So I have to make sure not only I supplement, but I take high doses of that. Um... What else? Are you setting intentions in the morning? Are you checking in midday? Are you reflecting in at night? Are you consistently hitting all meals and snacks? Are you making sure that you have the stars of the show each meal? Are you making sure your foods are nutrient rich? That's a real big one. Like I've seen some people just eating eggs for breakfast, right? Like just a couple, like a couple boiled eggs. What about adding some saute veg in there? You know, you can definitely add some fruit in there. You can add some sprouted, sprouted love on top of those, you know, those scrambled eggs and such. Although there's always a way you can bump up the nutrient value. This program is definitely not about salads, but if you are feeling salads, which is totally fine, especially this time of year, you want to make sure that they are as nutrient rich as possible. Not only, you know, lots of veggies, proteins, but also healthy fats. Healthy fats feed into your satiety hormones and make you feel more satisfied with the foods that you're eating, right? Are you having token amounts when you're not hungry? I know some of you are straight up skipping some of your meals and snacks. Some of you straight up still counting calories, weighing and measuring because you feel like that's hard to let go of and you feel like if you do all the things Gina says and then you count and weigh and measure you know that's gonna help you get ahead when in reality it's just keeping you stuck where you're at you know uh, are you managing your stress this is a big one uh, we're gonna talk about more of this down the road because on point number four is specifically about stress um, but we cannot underestimate the power of stress and and how it affects uh, affects our bodies and you know people are just way too stressed um, the average person can handle about three hours max of cortisol pumping through their system per day and on average we're pumping out 12 hours a day we're waking up in the morning we're getting on our phones we're stressed for the minute we, we wake up and we're stressed right before we go to bed and you know sometimes I know some of you are like there's not much I can do you know about the stress but you can definitely handle it the stress better and there's some things that you can do to negate that stress right and even sleep listen I love staying up and watching Netflix and last night I was up super late I, I you know wasn't feeling so hot and I had quite the night and and um, I mean, I stayed up way too late. Was it a smart decision? Absolutely not. Do I know better? For sure. Did I stay up anyway? Yeah, I did, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I really suffered with sleep for a long time until I, you know, um, got to know our sleep expert, Julia Glowinski. And I, I took her advice seriously to the point where I used to have my whole office in my room and do lives from my room. And I took it all out and moved myself all downstairs, which I'm so happy now I am. Um, but, um, you know, I refused to, I was like, I'm fine. It's not that. It's not that. It's not that. Yeah. Yeah, that was playing a big role in it, you know. So I know it's unnerving to make change, and we a lot of times we're just comfortable with what we know. And so change, even though it can be good for us, can be unnerving. But you know, we're in the pursuit of change with this program, this process. So everything that you can do absolutely adds up. Um, number three, have you had a cold or flu or other uh, any other sickness that your body's dealing with, or you know? has to focus on like I'll, I'll talk to people like oh my weight's not moving and you know then I get into it and they've been taking antibiotics for like two weeks which just you know obviously if you're sick your body is focused on that and it's such a bummer I'll get so many people who will be like oh you'd be so proud of me I'm so sick yet I'm following the program and I'm just like no that's not what you want to do you want to really honor your body where it's at help it heal you know deal with the sickness and then you want to get back to focusing on the weight loss part of it you know um, 
have you adjusted your water intake to help your body detox the virus process any medications like a lot of people are like oh, I'm just craving carbs and sugar when I'm sick and and if you watch the sickness read the sickness protocol when you are sick you're either super hungry and that's because you're craving water basically your body's asking for more water because it's trying to flush this get rid of this virus get it out of your system or you're not hungry at all in which that is totally fine a lot of people get um, unnerved and think oh my god if I'm not hungry I'm burning fat um, that's not the case that's not the case when you are sick this is one of the reasons why your body keeps that extra fat around is when you are sick it can just shut you down focus on what it needs to focus on and draw on those energy reserves naturally so your body naturally drawing on your emergency energy reserves aka your fat is a lot different than you being hungry all day, but you're starving yourself because you're restricting and trying to lose weight. So, so don't worry about that. Um, are you working hand in hand with your healthcare provider? This is the big one. You know, are you, have you visited the let's, let's talk sickness protocol? We have a whole protocol for it. Are you following the sickness protocol and allowing your body time to heal? A lot of times we think mentally we are like ready to get back at it and our bodies are like, Come on now, are you serious? Like, <laughs> get your ass back to bed. You know, and sometimes staying in bed all day isn't necessarily beneficial, but you definitely don't want to be pushing it and forcing it, right? Like, I know it sucks when you feel like you get set back, but when it comes to sickness, that can actually fast track your body focusing on the scale because sickness always leads to detox, you know? Are you getting enough rest to allow your body the time that it needs? And if you are sick, are you taking into consideration the scale might be up simply because you're sick? So when you are sick, chances are the scale will be up. This is a good sign that your body's retaining the water and doing what it needs to do. When you are sick to, to the point where you're losing weight, that's a sign that your metabolism can be a little low or you got some real sickness happening in which you definitely want to make sure that you're taking the time to heal. Uh, all right, are you managing your stress levels? So this is a big one. And if you're just tuning in, we're going through the 20 questions in the maximizing post that's in the book. It's also available uh, to print off here. Uh, there's a whole PDF that you can print print off in the file section as well. Are you managing your stress levels? I mean, this is a big one. Allocating time for breath work. Like I'll say to people, are you managing your stress? Yeah, I am. How many of you watching right now have taken the time to do some deep breathing? It seems so simple, but taking the time to actually like breathe in and breathe out. Right? It feels weird, right? Because we're we're shallow breathers because we're stressed all day. We got things to do. We got places to go. La 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 la. Like it's such a simple thing, but people are like I'm doing all the things, and I'll be like, okay, how many times today did you stop and like take some deep breaths to calm down your nervous system? Oh, I haven't done that. Okay, well then you're not doing all the things because that may seem so simple, but it's one of the easiest things that you can do to help your body manage stress on a day-to-day -day basis. Are you stretching? Are you helping the body relieving stress? Are you moving? Are you communing with nature? And this may seem cuckoo AF, but there's a lot of science to back it up that when we are out with nature, it has a massive effect on our nervous system. It keeps us grounded. It keeps us calm, not only going for a walk, but if you can go for a walk through the woods or around trees or whatever that might be. And that may seem excessive, but hey, that shit works. Um, are you having Epsom salt baths? Like this is such a good one. Um, are you adding in meditation? And you don't have to sit there and be like, oh, 
every day, you know, many versions of that could be taking a minute out, you know, and working on some deep breathing exercises. Are you being consistent with the basics of the program? How you re- have you revisited the Let's Talk Sleep and Stress Post? Did you watch the po- did you did you did you watch the sleep segment with Julia Glowinski? Have you revisited the meditation and stress management share page? There's all different walking, for example, can be meditation. Listening to a listening to some music, listening to a podcast. Relieving stress can also be gla- grabbing a glass of wine and chatting it out with your girlfriends. Relieving stress can also find some me time that isn't going to the grocery store by yourself or having a poop by yourself in the bathroom if you got young kids, like some serious downtime for yourself, you know? Um, have you added in the suggested supplements that can help aid in stress? Like adding in some omega-3, if you find yourself craving salt all the time, that could be a sign that you're revving and stressing really high. So that bump up your add-in or bump up that omega-3 can really help to offset that. Um, are you redirecting your thoughts? You know, this process can be really frustrating. It is not meant to add stress to your life. It is supposed to be fun, although we do take weight loss seriously around here. You know, are you showing up every day angsty and frustrated and festering in your funk? You know, like I get it. This is such a frustrating process. I get some of you have tried for like 20 years to lose weight. I I get the feels about it, but showing up every day and festering in that funk because you want to feel the feels and be mad and you know, all of that. It's not proactive. It's really not. You you deserve better. You deserve better. And a lot of times our brains are wired negatively out of habit, you know, because we've been so frustrated about this particular thing for so long. Now, now that you're being in tune to your body's needs and keeping that energy directed at yourself and strengthening that mind-body connection, you do have the wherewithal to recognize your negative thoughts. So whenever I, and I do this all the time because I, I deal with a lot of mom guilt, whenever I get into like, oh my God, I'm the worst mom, or oh my God, this and that and whatever, um, and Tony helped me with this. And, and when I say that out loud to him, he's like, you need to knock it off. You're not a bad mom. Like, you're a great mom. But, you know, and I know that I'm a good mom, but, man, I'm not a perfect mom. And, man, I got a rack of guilt just racking up, um, you know, for a variety of different reasons. So what I'm doing is every time that I feel that guilt and I start saying those negative words to myself, I immediately stop and I start saying nice things to myself. I said, you may not be perfect. You're doing the best you can. You love your children. You are a good mom mom, you do this and you do that and you will do whatever. And I can kind of feel my stress levels calming down and calming myself down about the situation, right? Um, are you taking time to journal, to process, to work through all these feels and associations that may come up during this process? Journaling can be very, very therapeutic. Um, you know, keeping a journal beside your bed at night and kind of writing down your thoughts. It may seem so simplistic and maybe not for you. And I'm, I'm definitely not a big journaler, but I definitely keep a notepad beside my bed so that if I do have thoughts, I write them out and then I don't have to worry about, oh my God, am I going to remember these in the morning? These little things can make such a big difference. Um, are you looking for things that bring you joy you know like are you are you actively looking to like de-stress your life and find some joy in your life and this last couple of years have just been shit it's been so hard the pandemic first and so oh my god so many other things and reasons and wars and all of that it's been a really hard last three months you know last three years sorry this is where maybe we're not used to try to find joy in our lives because we've been shut down and not even able to seek it out man i remember when the pandemic hit we couldn't even go out 
outside to parks and to these places. Like we're all stuck inside, you know, and that's really changed a lot of us. And this is where you want to start looking for that joy in your life. Are you keeping up with health issues and seeking health care providers? That's a big one. Are you getting lots of deep and REM sleep? Number five, let's talk about sleep. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because there's so many great talking points on this. Um, definitely take time to review the post um, with Julia Glowinski. I know it was a, a repost from our past group, but it's still a good one. Lots of good tidbits in there. Um, you know, following good sleep hygiene, avoiding blue light, get some glasses. That's a, If you're on your phone and you insist on being on your phone, get some glasses. You can pick them up fairly cheap from Amazon, 20 bucks, and it can make a real difference, you know. Are you staying off screens and getting them off earlier? I'm horrible at this, but I notice a difference in my sleep when I'm on my phone right before I go to bed and when I keep my phone away from my bed. Sometimes, I've got, sometimes I get into a good habit of actually keeping my phone in the office and then not even seeing it for the rest of the night. And I have kids, so it makes me nervous. What if my kids need to get in charge? What if there's an emergency or whatever? They all have Tony's phone number. That man, I swear, he can be, he falls asleep on, on his phone. He fell asleep last night watching car videos. There was vroom, vroom, and they were loud, and they were loud passed out. <laughs> he always gets a good sleep. So that works for him. It does not work for me. Um, and you know, I love being on my phone. I, I love scrolling and all of that, but you know, it's just, it's not good for your sleep, you know? Um, are you dimming the lights uh, and adjusting to lighting in the evening? This is a big one. Like as soon as it gets dark outside, your body is pumping that melatonin through your system. Um, and, and shutting your lights and keeping your lights dimmed and low. Like when you like wake up at 10 o'clock or, you know, you, before you go to bed and that, the light in your bathroom is super bright. Like it's very stimulating on your system, you know? So if you got a dimmers that you can use, I know we don't all have those. Um, it's a luxury not all of us have, but you know, if you can do your best and just be mindful to keep your lights a little bit lower as you're getting ready for bed that can be super beneficial are you taking naps this is such a big one I know in life they tell us not to have naps for a variety of reasons but naps can be so beneficial when you're doing this program and process because your body legit is working so hard you're constantly riding its ass getting it to focus on on fat loss and make change so if you're feeling a nap and I know it can seem very self-indulgent catch a nap it can honestly be the best thing that you can do for yourself sleep is gold around here Sleep is when your body repairs, rebuilds, regenerates, rejuvenates. And I know when it comes to sleep at night, a lot of you, like you, well, I know there's new moms in the group, you got babies waking up. Some of you are restricted because of when you get home from work and then when you got to leave from work that you don't have the time to get 10 hours sleep. I totally get that. But all of these things may not get you longer sleep, but it may get you better quality sleep. And if you can't get that sleep at night, then having some naps during the day, man, that, that, that don't underestimate the power of that, you know? Um, again, lots of different talking points. I'm not going to go through them all. If you missed it at the beginning, what I'm suggesting that you do is kind of maybe highlight the ones that you are doing or highlight the ones that you aren't doing and revisit the 20 questions often. What happens with this process is we end up juggling so many balls. It's hard to keep track of all the shit that we're doing, honestly. So many things, you know, following the food plan, drinking the water, taking the supplements, managing your stress, trying to get better sleep, you know, managing your health issues, like all those things. It can really be a lot. So, you know, keep track of these things, you know, highlight the ones you're doing or highlight the ones that you aren't doing. It's also a great idea to give yourself a score out of one 
out of 10 off the top if you're just joining us. Uh, we're talking about how you don't get points for effort. As much as I would love to give you points for effort, it's more about doing rather than trying or the effort that you're putting into this. And a lot of times people, because they want it so bad, they're trying so hard, they're doing more than they're used to, they'll score themselves really high points because it's like, well, I'm, I'm trying really hard at this and I'm doing better than I ever have. And you know, I may not be drinking all the water, but I'm, I'm drinking more than I ever have. But you don't get tens for that. So you, I don't want you to berate yourself with this. But in a sense, I do want you to be honestly critical with yourself because it's exciting when there are things that you can still do when you're wondering, what else can I do with this process? Oh my God, there's a shit ton of things that you can do with this process. Um, all right, let's get into the next one. Are you drinking enough water? I, and I know so many of you are unnerved by the, the ask. Remember that this is not above and beyond ask. It is science has now proven that the average person needs 2.7 to 3.5 liters just for basic body function. You have to remember that's not optimal hydration. That's minimal requirements. 2.7 to 3.5 minimum, minimum. And so this is where you want to add more for exercise when it's hot outside. If you take medications that are very dehydrating, medications that have a side effect of weight gain, generally it's not some magic ingredient that causes your body just to store fat. It's because it can dehydrate you to the point you're craving carbs and sugar. And this is why you want to make sure you're drinking more water so many reasons to be increasing the water and also remember that your body's needs change every day so you might not need as much one day as you do the other day now we do have that conversation about low sodium levels and we do want to be mindful not to drink too much it's not more and more and more and more but most people need to worry about whether they're drinking enough and most people don't need to be concerned with drinking too much at the end of the day right so so consistently hitting your water goal day in day out is the majority of your fluid water intake like I said in the beginning a lot of you trying to nitpick the fruit from your the water from your fruit the water from your soup the water from your coffee just try to straight up hit your water and just plain ass water I know it's not exciting but there's something to be said about your body's needs over your wants you know um, are you adjusting your water intake daily according to your needs are you starting early in the day this is a big one and I suck at this but man what you don't want to be doing is trying to jam it in at the end of the day then you're messing with your sleep and you're waking up a million times so you got a piece Am I there? Hello? Hello? Sorry about that. Um, where else? Um, are you sipping? Are you spreading it out, sipping and avoiding guzzling? I know it can hard, be hard to get it in, but if you guzzle, 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 it tends to run right through you. So definitely sip on it. Now that it's summertime, you can add some fruit slices to it, some cucumbers to it, some mint to it. Um, I find that when you add uh, something to it, it kind of changes the makeup of it. It helps it stick a little bit better because sometimes you can feel waterlogged, especially when it starts to get really hot. Um, and make sure you're adding trace minerals to it. Um, do you have a good water bottle or cup? I know it sounds crazy, but having a, a good water bottle or cup to drink out of can really make all the difference. Are you setting timers and intentions? I know it sounds... Uh, Timers and reminders. I know this sounds crazy pants to set timers to remind yourself to drink, but again, everything we do is for rhyme and a reason, and nothing is forever. And drinking the water, you know, a lot of people are not used to that. So setting timers can make all the difference. Um, there's a whole bunch of other things that you can go through with drinking water. Have you visited the Let's Talk Water post, the low sodium post? Did you see the conversation?
conversation that we had with Dr. Pfeiffer. I know so many of you are hesitant about the water, but we talked to Dr. Pfeiffer, who's an oncologist, and he broke it down and he told us what's what. We had a very real conversation. Who needs to be mindful about drinking too much? The reason why we are suggesting that you need to drink more on plant. It's also because we're eating so often that your body needs that water to process and digest all the foods that we're eating. And then as we go, as you lose the weight, you can drink less and you know, um, you know, as we make changes to the food plan, you can maybe tweak your tweak your tweak the amount of water you're drinking. You're not gonna have to constantly be maxing out your waters for the rest of your life. So it, if it seems like work, it's work because you are working towards a goal, you know? Um, are you tracking your water? That can be a real big one. A lot of people think that they're drinking the amount they need to drink and that you're, they're not because they're, they're not measuring it properly. This is one thing you can do on the app. So one of the reasons, and listen, if you haven't been using the app, you, there's not, oh, I should have put my phone on do not disturb. I forgot about that. Talk about dropping some balls. Okay, let's go on to number seven. Are you making your foods as nutrient rich as possible? I'm not going to spend so much time on this because we have a whole post on that. But are you just forcing yourself to eat salads? Like This is not all about salads. If you are eating salads, make sure you're loading them up. Lots of nutrient-rich, lots of vegetables, proteins, healthy fats on there. Don't be afraid to add those oils and dressings on there, you know? Um, I know I know that eating more food and eating more fats and all of that can be unnerving, but this is all about giving your body the resources it needs. Without enough good fat coming in, your body can be really reluctant to let go of the fat that makes you fat because your body needs fat at the end of the day, right? Um, have you uh, visited the Nutrient Rich post? Have you visited the Let's Talk Oils post? Have you visited the Proteins, Carbs, and Fats post? Right? Have you reviewed all those? Are you consistent with making sure you're getting enough of these components at each meal and snack by adding in the different elements? Like, are you being mindful to add healthy fats to your meals? You know, or are you just eating, too, like, also, like, in the morning, you know, are you just eating two eggs for breakfast? How about adding some sautéed veg to that? Um, bumping it up with nuts and seeds and avocados, you know, if you're just having scrambled eggs, you can throw some avocados on there, some cheese on there, some um, hemp hearts on there, right? There is more that you can do uh, to bump up your meals and snacks. Um, are you going for foods that, are, that give you more bang for your buck? Uh, or are you going for what's more convenient? You know, a lot of times with where we're at, because we've been at this for what seems like forever, <laughs> it seems like forever, um, we fall into what we like and what we love rather than on what's really going to work best for us, you know, um, and give us the nutrient value that we need. Oh, I don't like doing that. And it's inconvenient to do that. Can I just have a protein bar? Can I just have a this? Can I have a that? Yeah, you can, but that's really not maximizing your efforts you know um have you eliminated bread and this is a, and crackers and popcorn he's still having popcorn at night listen and, and eating at night i man i have heard from people lately and i know there's no judgment over here but some people still snacking at night you know which is totally fine if you're okay with where you're at in the journey but if you're showing up every day and you're frustrated about what's happening on the scale and yet you're snacking every night and you're still having sandwiches for lunch and this lots of people eat bread on program and plan and don't have any issues losing weight whatsoever but some some people that's not that's it's different for them and you know some people talk about there's people talking about in the check-in this morning that when you eliminate bread and you add it back in you notice that you're you, some people are noticing it affects their digestive system they don't feel great after it the human body is not really designed to process gluten and it's more about how well you tolerate it tolerate 
it. So there's a couple of things. If you are going to have bread, try looking for gluten-free bread. Now, carbs are still carbs at the end of the day. Bread is still bread and flour is still flour. Um, but, you know, that could make a difference. Um, or just eliminate it altogether. And, you know, bread isn't one of those foods that the body needs. It's very convenient and, you know, it's a great transport system for what you put in between those two slices of bread and what you put on the bread. Um, and I know some of you really miss the convenience of that, but also remember, we're all about losing weight in a way that's finally and forever and where you're in tune to your body's needs. And, you know, if you want to add in some bread and have some sandwiches every now and then, that's not a big deal, right? So maybe consider adding it, taking it out if you're, if you're not seeing the kind of movement on the scale that you would like to see. Um, are you having a protein rich breakfast? Are you really making an effort to go high protein? This is not a high protein program at all, but definitely starting your day higher, higher in protein has its benefits. Are you switching up your proteins? Are you just eating the same stuff all, all, all the time? There's a lot of great plant proteins out there that you can add in on top of your meat proteins even to really bump up the protein value. And are you switching up and adding in your fats? Are you being mindful of your sugar intake? You know, a lot of people still out there drinking coffee and then adding two sugars to it, which uh, listen, I'm not about to tell people to mess with your coffee, but um, you're probably noticing your taste buds changing. You're probably noticing that your coffee is seeming sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. I get a lot of people who will be like, my coffee is so sweet. Oh my goodness. I got clients. Oh, my coffee is so sweet. Oh my goodness. My coffee. Oh my God. I know what's with it. It's so sweet. And I'll be like, okay, first of all, your taste buds are enhancing. So you're, you're noticing the sweetness more. Probably your intolerance to sweetness is also decreasing. Your body's letting you know this is probably more sweet than you need. Why don't you use less sugar? And people will be like, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. They're so in the habit of ordering their coffee or making the coffee the same way every day <laughs> that they forget they can just reduce the amount of sugar in it, you know? So being mindful about that. Are you having a mocha latte, double, triple, whatever, cappuccino with 10 pumps of you know, whatever in it, like, you know, some, some, some of us are drinking coffees that are more like desserts than they are coffees at the end of the day. So, you know, checking that for sure. How would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study? People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Um, avoiding artificial flavors, colors, and sweeteners. And, you know, I, I don't like to get into the debate. You guys know how I feel about artificial sweeteners. A lot of the old ones especially really mimic sugar. They mess with your brain. Um, you know, they're not as great as you think that they are. So, you know, it can be best just to take those out altogether. Are you voting low-fat, no-fat dairy products? Are you afraid of fat? Again, right? Do you want, especially when it comes to dairy, you want that good fat in there? Um, are you avoiding processed foods? You know, um, you know, we want to eat, you know, whole foods on this program and plan, not more convenience foods, like really making an op really making an effort to level up the foods that you're consuming. Are you exercising? Okay, let's talk about this one. This is a big one, moving your body. And by no means do you need to exercise, but the body, human body is meant to move. It is meant to move. It's meant to move a lot. Now, you may start moving and exercise and feel that's very taxing to you. That's because your body's not conditioned. But in general, the human body is meant to move. And there is more and more science saying that if you basically, if you don't use it, you lose it. Inactivity is so detrimental to health because of the message that it sends that the message that it sends um, message that it sends that you're basically just ready to shrivel up and die around here you know I'm sorry there's a thing on my phone I just want to scoosh it up there we go um, that's why inactivity is so detrimental. It's not the lack of burning calories. It's all of that. It's the message that it sends to your body when you're inactive. Your body no longer needs to support you. It's like you're just ready to shovel up and waste away. So there's so much benefit in exercise or movement physically and mentally. Sometimes people read that exercise post and the takeaways that they need to stop exercising. And that, that's not it at all. That's not it at all. Exercise is hugely beneficial to the process. Is that if you are lifting heavy weights, you want to make sure you're taking breaks in between and giving the body rest. If you are exercising hard and sweating a lot, you want to make sure you're drinking enough water and you want to make sure you're getting good sleep because when you exercise, you're causing damage to your body and when you sleep is when your body repairs and rebuilds. Are you being more active? And now I know this may seem silly, but are you parking further away? Are you taking the stairs instead of the elevator? Or are you, you know, going for walks? You know, that's just not only for exercise and movement, but your own mental health. Like, are you making an effort to get out there? Are you doing light movements throughout the day? Um, are you walking away from exercise feeling good and energized, not tired and not drained? Because exercise, when you do too much of it, can absolutely have the opposite effect, where you just pound in the crowd. I know there's some old schoolers out there. I listen, I'm an old school girl when it comes to exercise, for sure. And I'm like, go harder, go home. Like, unless I'm puking after an exercise, like, it's not worth doing. And that is just, like, not, that's an old 80s mentality, you know. And some of us are really stuck on what worked for us in the 80s. And we're trying to recreate those same exercises when you're, you know, 30 years, however many years have gone by since then, you know. Maybe it's time for something new. Are you choosing exercises that you enjoy and have, and have a positive, you have a positive association towards Man, the last thing you want to do is come to dread your exercise. So, you know, maybe if you're doing an ex exercise program that you hate doing, maybe it's time to switch it up and do something else, you know? Um, join a dance class, a belly dancing class, I don't know, a martial arts class, like something, anything, right, um, that, you're going to, that you're going to love and enjoy. Um, what else? Are you lifting weights? If you are, you know, if you're finding that you're lifting weights and it's great for changing your body, right? You're gonna, if you're lifting weights because your body's changing anyway, you will see your body transform in front of your eyes, literally. But if you, uh, if you are, you know, focused on getting that scale to move, that might not be the body's focus. You're constantly causing a lot of damage lifting heavy weights. The body's gonna prioritize repairing and rebuilding over fat loss, right? So this is where you might want to make those small tweaks, right? Are you giving your body time? 
time to rest and repair and reload. That's a big one. Are you getting your heart rate up? That is so huge. There's so much benefit in getting that heart rate up because of the message that it sends. Oh, let's get on to are you helping your body in detox number nine. I got to roll through these. Um, are you consistent with the supplements or have you added them in? That's a big one. Are you consistent with hitting all your meals and snacks? Are you eating the token amounts if not hungry? Have you, have you visited the Let's Talk Detox post? Have you visited the Supporting the Body in Detox post? And have you visited the Let's Talk Double Detox post? How to capitalize. If you get your menstrual cycle every month, that can be a massive benefit to the program and plan. Are you choosing uh, easier to digest proteins? Are you keeping heavier, meaning like not eating red meat three times a week, right? Adding in fish. Fish gets so much easier to process and digest than red meat and pork. Red meat and pork can take five hours to run through your digestive system, 12 hours through your whole system, whereas fish, for example, can break down in like 40 minutes. Um, so choosing lighter proteins, plant proteins, you know, are you keeping leafy greens on the heavier side? Are you making sure to add in leafy greens? Right? I know they're boring and who wants to make a side salad every freaking time you eat? But man, just grab those leaves and throw them in your mouth. They really help, especially with the phase two detoxification process. They're in there for a rhyme and a reason. Um, are you going to bed earlier when you're in detox? Are you taking Epsom salt baths? When you're in, what I mean by in detox, because that's a very loose general term. The body is constantly detoxing, doesn't need our help. But it's always focused on detox. And there's things that we can do to help to support the body in that, like drinking water, getting to bed early, you know, moving your body, like, um, you know, adding in that calm magnesium. A, a lot of women, a lot of people, when they menstruate, um, crave chocolate. And the reason why you crave chocolate is because the body associates chocolate with magnesium. So adding in magnesium can really help and be beneficial, right? Let's get into number 10. Are you taking medications or have health issues that need to be factored in? So many people, I have this health issue, that health issue. Will the program work for me? When in reality, it's because of those health issues that this program is going to work for you. Your body's only job in life is keeping you alive and it's on your side and it's doing everything you can to make sure that you're working at optimal levels. It obviously depends on the resources that you're giving your body and the time you're giving it to make those changes, right? So working hand in hand with your doctor is just so crucial especially if you do have health issues. It, um, those of you with thyroid issues, for example, you can follow the program and feel amazing and have that scale be dropping and then all of a sudden get to a point where you're not feeling so hot and you're struggling with the scale. That could mean it's time to get your thyroid meds adjusted. This happens a lot. Um, blood pressure medications, when you've dropped the weight and your heart no longer needs to pump out enough blood to sustain the size of your body, that can actually cause issues. Um, if you watch the Spill the Tea that we did with David, and Anna. This happened to David. He lost so much weight on the program and plan that his heart had grown to, to accommodate the size of his body. So when his size of his body was smaller, his heart was still beating and he was taking blood pressure medication that he no longer needed to. So he needed to get off the blood pressure medication, right? So, so there's lots of reasons. A lot of you have hormone uh, questions. You know, definitely working with a hormone expert and doing all that you can to help with your hormones can be beneficial with this program and the process. Have you gotten your blood work done? You know, when it comes to supplements, it's great to know when you're deficient. I know some of you, you don't have it covered like we do here. And I know some of your doctors, you know, uh, you know, aren't so great about, you know, ordering these tests. Be an advocate for yourself. Know where you are at with your blood work and what is going on inside your body. Sure, we could guess. And sure, a lot of the things we do on program and plan can address a lot of the issues that you guys have. But why guess when you can just cut to the chase and know, you know? Um, have you sought out specialists, right, to address health issues? 
issues above and beyond what we're doing on program and plan. Um, you know, you, you saw some of the follow pages. You know, I'm, I, I like to stay in my lane when it comes to weight loss. There's a lot of great experts, you know, like like thyroid experts out there. Um, you know, and a lot of great people like I uh, Carrie, Carrie Vitt, Julie Danilak. If you have a lot of inflammation in your body, they have whole cookbooks where you can cross-reference the foods and the things that you can do to help PCOS. That's another one on program and plan a lot of a lot of women struggle with, you know. So so there's a lot of things you can do besides, again, the food, the water, and supplements to really help offset all those health issues that you're dealing with that in turn will help be more proactive with this program and the process, you know. Have you watched uh, the, the, the Dr. Paul the Dr. Paul videos, the Jen Pike? Um, she's, a, she's a hormone educator. Again, the, you know, the reason why we don't have like doctors on to talk about things, we want to be very mindful about offering medical advice. But what we're trying to do is just kind of really open people's eyes to all the different things that you can address on program and plan and the different kind of conversations that we can have with your doctors in this process. And I know that sucks. And I know it's been a lot easier said than done to visit our doctors and these healthcare providers in the last couple of years. But, you know, even I, like I, I put these things off, you know, I got to make an appointment with my, with my doctor, um, you know, now, especially that I'm, I'm out and I got to get, I just got new, new blood work done on Friday. And man, I don't know why I haven't made the appointment. I'm kind of procrastinating on it. I hate going to the doctor. I hate going to the dentist. I hate doing all of those things, but man, we got to do that and we got to do them, you know? Um, have you visited the, the four reasons why your scale might not be moving post? Do we even have that up? Um, I don't know if you have that up yet. It's coming up. I'm not sure. I'm not really up to speed. I, I have a, I have a kind of idea. I usually know what's going on in my group, but I'm a little out of the loop on that. If you, if we don't have it up, it's coming and it's a good one. Are you missing any organs? Not that this is going to stop you from losing weight, but a lot of people are missing their gallbladders on program and plan. Um, and there are things that you can do. And I'm surprised that your doctors haven't mentioned these things like adding in bile salts, for example, when you're missing your gallbladder, you're missing that extra cup of bile that your body uses to dump in and, and help you process and digest your foods. Um, are you helping the body compensate for any missing organs by adding in supplements and, and you know going that extra mile to help manage your body? A lot of people have had bariatric surgery uh, and are here uh, following the program and plan. That has a massive effect on your body's ability to get nutrients from your foods. So nutrient deficiencies can be rampant when you've had bariatric surgery. So making sure that you're getting the vitamin, minerals, and needs and supplementing where you can, right? Like I, I'm not a pill popper and I'm not a fan of, uh, you know, taking a whole shit ton of things. But while you are in the pursuit of change and helping your body level up, you might as well do all the things that you can do, you know? Um, do you have hormone issues that need to be addressed, right? So many people have questions about this. Um, you know, there's so many things that you can do to help with hormones, like moving your body, managing your stress, getting good quality sleep, making sure you're getting the nutrients that you need, starting your day with breakfast. So many people skip breakfast because they think it's going to get them ahead when actually having breakfast can be so important, especially for people with thyroid issues, for example, especially for diabetics in the morning. Um, if you have health issues and your hormones are off, you know, I sure you're starting your day. There's so many benefits. There's a lot of science to back up starting your day higher in protein. You know, again, this is not a high protein program and plan, but that can definitely be beneficial. Um, have you considered decreasing or eliminating your consumption of alcohol? Yeah, I know we don't want to have this conversation, but for a lot of people, alcohol can really affect their hormones. Alcohol can affect your sleep. Alcohol can affect your stress levels. No one needs to stop alcohol, stop drinking alcohol to be successful in program plan. But if you feel in a roundabout way, alcohol is having a negative effect, which it absolutely can, then maybe it's time to minimize it. Minimize. I know it's not a conversation we want to have, but you know, you might want to think about that. 
Um, getting your blood work done. I mean, this goes down to, um, you know, checking with your healthcare provider. We did do a post on the different kinds of blood work that you can ask for. Um, so you want to find that it's uh, stored in the, um, the topic section or ask one of our team and they'd be happy to, to guide you. Um, so that's pretty self-experience. Okay. This is a good one. You know, have you had a physical lately? Right? Have you had a physical lately? Do you even know where you're at? Um, are you seeing a natural path? You know, are you getting these tests done? Because maybe you have inflammation and whatever. Um, are you seeing a chiropractor? I, you know, maybe you don't believe in them, but I go to a chiropractor, my back, it's, I'm so stressed out. I'm hunched out on my phone all the time. My posture can really affect my neck and can affect my brain and can affect how I feel. And every time I go back, oh my God, I feel so much better. Now, could I also exercise and strengthen my body? Yeah, I can totally do that too. Um, you know, but seeing a, a chiropractor what about a physiotherapist you know do are you have aches and pains are you hobbling around you know going to see a physiotherapist also I'm going to add um, an acupuncturist that can be great too for the, the getting your meridians and your your blood flow and your energy flow you know going and I'm gonna add a psychologist or therapist to this as well because you know it has been a hard uh, few 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 years and you know I my kids have therapy and I'm on I'm seeking therapy and I think therapy can be great you know especially if you're feeling like this is process having a negative effect or you're showing up every day and you're ah, and those little things like definitely some therapy like you know when you have physical ailments we go to our doctor and when you're struggling mentally you know seeking out some therapy can be so beneficial uh, are you taking the supplements number 14 you know this is pretty self-explanatory have you even added them in again I talk about this a lot a lot of people like I'm really struggling scales not moving I'll be like have you added in the supplements now I don't think I need them the reason why we suggest them is because they are beneficial and they complement the program and the plan so um, you might want to consider adding them in. they are so basic that's the thing with them that they are so basic that if you are deficient in them it can really hinder your progress not getting enough good fat low vitamin D levels you know and 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 magnesium deficiencies are rampant something like 75% of people are deficient in magnesium it's one of the first to go when you're stressed the reason why stress can be so detrimental on your health is because like every half hour of stress can deplete your vitamin and mineral reserves significantly. So we're stressing ah, about whatever, and then our just we're tanking our, our our nutrient reserve. So you know, adding in supplements can be definitely beneficial. And I'm not into crazy wackadoo supplements. We're not talking you know raspberry ketones and fat burners or any of those things, right? We're just talking about basic supplements that are beneficial to your health and wellness. Um, have you considered adding them in? Are you consistently taking them? That's a big one. Buying them and then having them sit on your counter is not helpful. You don't get a 10 for buying the supplements. You got to be taking them consistently, right? Have you given your body enough time to adjust them? I know some people add in that calm magnesium. They're like, oh, it's not for me. It's caused loose bowel movements. Well, how about you adjust the dose, right? And also remember that loose bowel movements are part of detox. So when you're adding in things that are going to help with the detoxification process, don't be surprised, you know, if you feel the effects of that, you know? So make sure you're giving them time, giving them time. Um, have you booked a consultation with your pharmacist to discuss the supplements you know have you created a personalized supplement schedule so many of you asking tell me what to take and when and there's so many variables to that it's not something we can advise some of you are taking medication
solutions. You have to be mindful of time-wise. So the best thing for you to do is to grab the supplement post that's in the book, and it's also on the app, and, and grab some pen and paper and make a list of the ones that you want to take, the notables about them, minimum recommended doses, when to take and such, and then and then add them in. Like some of them you can take in the morning. You can also take them in the afternoon if that's more convenient for you, right? So you want to make sure you're not only adding them in, but you're, you're, you're also taking them. So it's also about, you know, what works convenient-wise. So grab that pen and paper. Once it's done, it's done, you know? Um, is your body changing? Have you been focusing on repair and rebuild and making change? Are your clothes looser? Do you have increased energy? Are your measurements changing? Are your rings looser? Has your com your complexion improved? You notice better skin? Um, have you been taking photos each week to track your physical changes? I'll talk to clients all the time and say, is your body changing? They'll be like, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean? What do I mean? Do you notice your body changing? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, are you looking in the mirror? Are you looking for change? Can you see your body? No, I don't look in the mirror. I don't look in the mirror. You know, you got to want to look. You got to want to see what's going on, you know, and paying attention to these things. Have you visited the Let's Talk Non-Scale Victories post? You know, another measure of success. There are so many amazing things far beyond what's happening on the scale. And I know we want the scale to move and we want to lose the weight. But focusing on those non-scale victories can be very motivating. You know, I, I you just, you can't be here in week five and you definitely can't be here at the end and not notice all the amazing things that are happening on program and plan, right? Number 16, are you eating a lot of red meat in general? Are you switching up between veg protein, seafoods, fish, and meat, right? So there's there's also a value. Not that you want to be constantly switching things up, but if you're eating red meat like three, four times a week, that can really slow your digestive system and be problematic, right? I'm not, I'm not knocking on red meat. Um, some people handle red meat really well. Some people not so much. But the reality of it, it is very hard for our systems to digest, and perhaps you want to switch that up. And if you aren't consuming a lot of fish on program and plan and this you want to definitely make sure you're adding in that omega-3 supplement because it's hard to get that you know you can get it from chia seeds they're very hard to digest um you know so switching things up adding in plant proteins you know adding there's all sorts of great plant proteins there's protein in all your vegetables except no one ever talks about that because they get villainized as carbs all the time there's actually there's a look at edamame beans it's a vegetable it's got tons of protein in it you know there's a lot of great plant proteins in there um, are you going for the most bang for your buck? Are you going for what you like and love? How you, you visited the grocery list for a breakdown of the variety of, of different types of proteins on plans? You know, have you visited the protein, carbs, and fat? Have you visited the vegan meal pair page, share page? But just like, now that's for me. I'm not vegan, right? There's lots of great ideas in there. Um, lots of great benefits in the different types of plant proteins as well. You don't have to be a vegan to, to get the benefits from those. Do you have any digestive issues? This is a big one. Um, first of all, if you're bloated all the time, you have a hard time processing and digesting foods, head to your doctor. Let's figure out what's going on. Um, follow up with the natural path. You know, check out the supplement post, the bowel movement post. There's some good things on there. This whole process is really focused on improving digestion because we're talking about food, how the body processes food, how the body breaks down food, how the body, you know, stores the nutrients from those foods. You know, so digestion is huge. Like, are you pooping once a week? and not doing anything about that? Are you pooping only once every other day and not, not checking out the poo protocol? And um, we have a whole poo protocol. If food goes in, you, the byproduct of that needs to go out. And if you're only pooping once every other day or once every couple of days, not only is that making it harder for you to lose, it's going to be harder for you to obviously maintain. You need those foods to process in and out. And this program's really great because it puts that focus on digestion. And you should see massive improvement when it comes to your bowel movement. It's definitely worth addressing. 
Um, have you added in supplements to help it aid in di digestion? Probiotic, prebiotic, digestive bitters. They're gross AF, but man, they can be super beneficial to add in, you know? Are you adding in leafy greens? They're in there for a reason. It's good roughage, you know, good roughage. Are you journaling to track and isolate any potential food allergies? This is a big one. Food allergies can pop up. Not that the program caused them, but definitely they can start to pop up um, because you're more in tune with your body and you're noticing your body's response. So some of the things that you could be eating could be causing you some digestive upset. And now that you're sort of more in tune to the body and if you're journaling, you can kind of keep track and, and start to notice what some of those things might be. Um, do you have issues with bowel movements? If so, what are you doing to address them? Again, very similar. We have that whole bowel movement protocol. Um, not, number 19, this is the big one. And we had a timely post on this yesterday. Are you sabotaging yourself? For so many reasons, people sabotage themselves out of fear of failure. People also sabotage themselves out of fear of success, believe it or not. Um, you know, a lot of people not only have these weight loss goals, but they've piled all these other things that they're going to do in their life. When I reach my goal, I'm going to, you know, do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to start dating. I'm going to go for this job. I'm going to travel. I'm going to do all of these things. And sometimes people have loaded so much stock on their weight loss and reaching that goal that they're kind of nervous when they get there. They're going to have to do all of these things. Sometimes people, as much as they want to lose weight, the, the weight that they have works for them. A lot of people have put on weight as a protective barrier in life to keep people at a, a distance to, to, you know, as an excuse for lack of a better word to, to not participate maybe because you deal with anxiety anxiety issues and such, right? So there's lots of reasons why people sabotage themselves in so many different ways. I suggest even if you don't think you're sabotaging yourself, read over the sabotage post. When you read it over, you might be like, oh my God, I am actually sabotaging myself. Like showing up and festering your funk and refusing to like, in, and just posting about being frustrated all the time and not actually asking any proactive questions. That can be sabotage, you know? So um, are you sabotaging yourself? And today we did that setting intentions post, which is really great because even if you are sabotaging yourself and like what can I do about it setting your tensions can at least help contain that you know have you identified your why? Have you taken any time to assess why you are here? What is motivating you? You know, really, truly, why are you here? Some of you are using the same whys that you've been using for 20 years. You know, a lot has changed. You have changed. Chances are your why has changed, you know? Are you making a list of positive affirmations and self-talk and revisiting them often? Again, getting yourself out of that funk, rewiring your brain. We are rewiring your body and we are just as much rewiring your brain with this process. Um, have you visited the self-sabotage post? Are you journaling? Have you made a list of non-negotiables? Like I am doing this. These are the things I need to do. These are non-negotiable in our lives. We learned this from one of our VAs, Ashley, who really struggled with uh, quite a few programs that she did before she finally was like, listen, I need to make this non-negotiable. Uh, moving my body, non-negotiable. Having breakfast, non-negotiable. So there's a variety of different ones. Um, you know, you want it, you're here, you might as well put in the effort, you know, and, and, and you're showing up every day anyway, you might as well do all the things, you know. Uh, are you putting in an effort to make life-changing change? Are you looking for a quick fix? You know, we just want that scale to move. And if you're not really seeing the benefits and all the other things that we're doing here, honestly, come on, come on now. Are you being patient with the process? You know, that's a big one. I know we want to lose weight yesterday, but you know, something to be said about your body just doing what's best for it. You know, any goal that I've achieved in life has never been on the 
timeline that I wanted it to happen on. Never, ever, right? Is it still worth pursuing? Absolutely. Are you going to get there? Yes, you will. Will it be on your own timeline? Probably not. Probably more on what works best for your body. Are you setting realistic goals? Are you trying to lose 20 pounds in two days? I know how you have the calendars out and you're marking them down. I know how you do that. Well, I didn't lose this week, so now I've got to lose like 47 million pounds the next week. And then if I don't lose that week, then I got to move that down. Now I have to lose like 97 million pounds in this week. And oh my God, and it's treasure and it's stressing me. And oh my God, you know, rather than showing up day to day to day and make the most of each day. Are you taking responsibility? This is a big one. My goodness. I have had a couple of people reach out and be like, well, I want my money back because Gina hasn't been here. Oh my God, that is the lamest fucking excuse I've ever heard. Not only do you have all the information, you have an amazing app, you have a whole team of people here to help. And you know, I've been here, it may be in old reruns, the information is still the same. That's a really lame ass excuse. And when I click on those people, they haven't asked a question, they haven't showed up. Where the hell have you been? Like take responsibility for yourself. We are giving everything you could possibly need to be successful. We're here to answer and support you to be successful in this process. You know, are you trying to rush results? You know, are you comparing your journey to someone else? That's one thing we do around here. We forget that people come in different shapes and sizes and have different amounts of weight to lose. And you know, if someone is losing a lot of weight, chances are they have a lot of weight to lose. And we forget that. Not everyone is here to lose five, 10, 20 pounds. Some people are here to lose 200 pounds, you know? So a lot of times we forget that. Everyone is here on their own individual journey. It's so hard to, you know, to not measure yourself up to what's happening. But this is stay in your lane. Focus on yourself. This journey is about you, you know? Are you future tripping, stressing about being able to maintain your weight we got you on this our whole thing is maintainable weight loss whole thing we're gonna break it down at the end we're gonna make sure that you're good and we're starting a new maintenance group which we are gonna post some information about in the coming days number 20 last but not least do you genuinely believe that you have what it takes to follow through on finish this is a big one our belief systems can keep us stuck in the past do you really think that you're going to be here at the end I'm asking you now do you really can you say with a hundred percent conviction that you will be here at the end and if you're wavering and you're kind of, I don't know if I can say that, like say, fuck ya, fuck ya. Or, you know, maybe you're like, I don't know. That's okay. That's okay. Look at, watch, go back and revisit all the team bios. Go make sure you're paying attention to the Livy Loser Spotlight. Make sure you're showing up for tea time and hearing people's real stories because we're going to do everything to convince you that this shit works. We got to go show up. You got to want to see it. You got to want to believe it. You got to know you're on the road. There is no reason why you can't reach your goal and there is zero science to back up the fact that you can't lose. Every single person in this group is capable of losing. Maybe not on the timeline that you want, as quick as you want, but you will get there. Um, do you have faith you can lose? Have you established and solidified? your why are you setting intentions have you visualized yourself that you're finally in forever do you see yourself at the end that's a big one I gotta go you guys um, but I hope that you enjoyed the troubleshooting session you, you are going to be suggested that you reflect back on this on a daily weekly basis there is gold in here there is gold in those maximizing questions again not meant to stress you out it is meant to show you that there are a lot of things that you can do all the things that you are doing with this program and this process are all adding up to make a big difference the team is gonna come in this is the only live where the team is gonna come in and they're gonna answer a lot of the questions that you guys have uh, most of our lives what happens in the live stays in the live and you want to copy and paste those over on the check-in post but the team is going to come in here they're going to help answer your questions because we really truly are here for you remember we are also going to turn this into a podcast so you can while you're out walking right do stressing moving your body you can listen to it and remind yourself of all the things that you need to do god it feels good to be back thanks everyone for joining me i hope that you found that super informative we will be back to our regular scheduled lives tomorrow have the most amazing day everyone bye
mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com